This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Tonight, Johnny Depp back on trial. Can Camille help him win again? Plus... You cannot tell me that you think that this has been fair. Amber Heard's new interview as details of a love journal with Johnny emerge. Then, another royal exit. Why William and Kate are leaving London and... I am touching you. Broadway's Big Night. The show-stopping performances. It's just wild. Plus, country star kids following in the footsteps of their famous parents. They're not shy, that's for sure. Only E.T.'s backstage. Boom, E.T.'s. At the biggest music event in Nashville. Y'all, E.T. starts right now. Amber Heard faces cameras for the first time since her defamation trial defeat. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight. Nichelle Turner is off. It's been 12 days since the verdict handed her ex-husband Johnny Depp a decisive victory. Now Amber is speaking out about the fight she still faces in the court of public opinion. There's no polite way to say it. The jury looked at the evidence you presented. They listened to your testimony and they did not believe you. They thought you were lying. How could they not come to that conclusion? They had sat in those seats and heard over three weeks of nonstop, relentless testimony from paid employees 
And towards the end of the trial, randos, <laughs> as I say. So you but don't blame the jury? I don't blame them. I actually understand he's a beloved character and people feel they know him. He's a fantastic actor. Bring me that horizon. Even if you think that I'm lying, you still couldn't look me in the eye and tell me that you think on social media there's been a fair representation. You cannot tell me that you think that this has been fair. In the sit-down, which airs in three parts, starting tomorrow on The Today Show, with more Friday on Dateline, Amber reportedly takes a swipe at Johnny's courtroom fans, calling them Deptford Wives. But there's one question. Why sit down with Savannah Guthrie, who just last week, before interviewing Johnny's attorneys, revealed this. A quick disclosure, my husband has done consulting work for the Depp legal team, but not in connection with this interview. Savannah's husband, Michael Feldman, is a public relations and communications consultant it is believed Savannah shot the sit-down last Thursday, the same day Amber was spotted flying to and from New York in a private jet. A source tells ET Amber was advised to lay low and take time for herself before speaking out. We're also told Amber is confident that her side will come out eventually. She has a plan and strategy to make a comeback over the next year. The actress is rumored to be working on a tell-all memoir. The 36-year-old took frequent notes during the trial, and her so-called love journal, documenting her volatile relationship with Johnny, was entered as evidence. In another wild twist, Johnny could take the stand in his own defense in a civil trial in L.A. in just 42 days. According to court documents obtained by E.T., the actor will be represented by Camille Vasquez, the breakout star from his defamation trial. This man, location manager Greg Brooks, is suing Depp for allegedly hitting him on set while they were working on the movie City of Lies. Now on to some big Royals news. William and Kate are leaving London. A source tells E.T. this is the cottage the royal couple is expected to be moving to. Adelaide is 30 miles away from their current home at Kensington Palace on the Queen's Windsor Estate in Berkshire. The reason for the move? We're told it's all about the kids' schooling. Eight-year-old George and seven-year-old Charlotte will be leaving their London prep school at the end of the term and enrolling in a new school in Windsor. Four-year-old brother Louis, who stole the show with his sugar-high antics during the Queen's Jubilee celebrations, will be starting school also. Meanwhile, Harry and Meghan are settling into life in the U.S. Harry, at a polo match this weekend, suffered a fall but was just fine. It's interesting to note it's been two and a half years since Megxit. One reason for William and Kate's move is they want more freedom and have felt too confined in London. This also allows them to be closer to the Queen, who now permanently lives at Windsor Castle. That's where Her Majesty posed along with Charles and Camilla ahead of today's Garter Day procession. The Queen, who is the second longest reigning monarch, chose to skip the public events attended by the royal family, including William and Kate. So many changes with the royal family. I just wish that Harry and William could also repair their relationship. All right, it was a big weekend, and E.T. was everywhere. Lauren Zima at the Tony Awards in New York, where host Ariana DeBose was nothing short of spectacular. But let's start in Nashville, as country music's biggest party was back in person. After a two-year absence, Rachel Smith was there, and you did not miss a moment, Rach. Oh, Kev, you know I did not miss a beat. It was an epic celebration down here for CMA Fest, but thoughts were also with beloved country star Toby Keith, who announced his battle with stomach cancer. It feels like one of our family members is hurting. We, you know, just want him to know that we're praying. 
The 60-year-old singer posted, quote, I've spent the last six months receiving chemo, radiation, and surgery. So far, so good. I need time to breathe, recover, and relax. Glad he's taking some time. Hopefully he'll have a, you know, speedy recovery. Please make welcome Winona Judd! I think she's really strong. Also healing, Winona Judd, who honored Lake Mom Naomi this weekend with a surprise duet of Why Not Me with Carly Pierce. Winona was my first concert when I was eight years old. So to be able to sing and share the stage with her, it's going to be really special. Fans at the four-day event also sang along to Carrie Underwood. But where were her two adorable backup break dancers? future entertainers on your hands, I, I think. I think so, yeah. I think so. They're not, they're not shy, that's for sure. No, Father's Day plans, that's next Sunday. I haven't done squat. Yep, Dad's Day was on everybody's mind. It's my wife's birthday, so I probably won't celebrate it. This Father's Day, we could be celebrating could your first be. one. Could be, It's not even like, oh, it's getting close, like it's time. Wow. I mean. Also expecting Gabby Barrett, but finding a name for baby number two, a boy is proving hard for her and hubby, Cade Fainer. I don't know why. Bayla's, we knew her name from like when I found out I was pregnant. Cade wants certain letters. He's an R. Cade's first name is not Cade. It's Riley. So, boom, ET, Fun there facts. it is. That's the surprise, Surprise. Hosting with Dirks Bentley. What are you enjoying most about it? Drinking. <laughs> yeah, L. King and Dirks Bentley co-host CMA Fest, which airs August 3rd on ABC, featuring a performance by this soon-to-be Yellowstone star. Taylor Sheridan, the writer and producer, called and said, I want to create a character specifically for you and what you say about it. I said, you sure you want to do that? Oh, <laughs> it's Abby, I hear, is the name of Abby, your character. Abby. So give me more. Oh, my gosh. Give I'm going to be more. a musician. I'll, I'll tell you that. Kevin loves to have a jam sesh yep. on set. So. I know he loves music, and so I'd love to sit down with him and, and pick a guitar. and Collaboration. Collaboration. Come on, Kevin. Also getting in on the CMA festivities, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. They drop by the Spotify house and post for a pic with Nellie and Tyler Hubbard. All right, now it's time to head to New York City and Lauren Zima, who is totally in our musical theater wheelhouse. Right, Lauren? Oh, Rach, I was here for the Tony Awards. I mean, they are going to have to drag me home. But for now, I'm still here at Madame Tussauds New York Times Square. And let me tell you, Broadway is still a buzz over last night's show, including its incredible host, Ariana DeBose. This is your round of applause. When you're hosting the show, is there extra pressure? I feel a sense of like duty or responsibility because I care. I got real skin in the game, y'all. I am close to you. And the internet is not okay. After the West Side Story Oscar winner and host Ariana DeBose took a seat on Andrew Garfield's lap and cast her web. I'm sitting on you. With No Way Home, Andrew's face sure matched his famous Spidey costume. Andrew's Eyes of Tammy Faye co-star Jessica Chastain and Cynthia Erivo made elegant statements on the carpet. You gotta have someone to set the stage. Pre-show co-host Julianne Huff recently made her Broadway debut in the show POTUS. And now that her divorce from Brooks Like was finalized on Friday, she is living her best single in the city life. I feel like a whole new, you know, energy of uh, this next stage of life. 
As for the night's big winners, a strange loop producer Jennifer Hudson cemented her EGOT status when the show won Best Musical. I'm feeling right now honored and, and overwhelmed and nervous. And first-time winner Jesse Tyler Ferguson actually beat out his Take Me Out co-star Jesse Williams, winning Best Performance by an actor in a featured role. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, my heart's beating so fast. And then there's the performances. Lee Michelle, Jonathan Groff, and Skylar Aston reunited on stage, celebrating Spring Awakening's 15th anniversary. This all started, we were on a group text together, and now here we are at the Tonys. The Tonys were fantastic, and congratulations once again to Jennifer Hudson. All right, let's jump from Broadway to the big screen. Jurassic World Dominion took over the top spot at the box office, taking in over $389 million. Top Gun Maverick came in in the second spot, bringing its global total to $747 million. They're creeping up on a billion. And it looks like dinosaurs also ruled for Charlize Theron and her daughters. Our Matt Cohen was with her. My youngest one, August, might have watched a little bit of it with me, and she was digging it a little bit too much. The opening is pretty scary, and she kept saying, Mom, I want to see that again, I want to see that again. So it was nice to have a buddy to watch it with. Charlize showing off a new black do is such a fan, she hosted a Jurassic screening this weekend to benefit her Africa outreach project. Investing in their health, education, and safety is really, it's a top priority. Of course, Charlize is also in the middle of shooting Fast 10, the star-studded penultimate film of the franchise. Rita Bree and Jason Momoa joining. What do you think about that? Those guys just pull out all the stops. It's like incredible. I'm like, wow, oh my God, it's even cooler than I thought. And the franchise has raked in over $6 billion at the box office. All right, coming up, Taylor Swift's Tribeca Takeover. The A-list stars who showed up to support as Swift reveals a surprising career shift. Then, damn, E.T.'s on set for the Martin Cass reunion. I feel like I've come home. You are. And we kick off iconic TV Dads Week with some John Cryer confessions, what he's never revealed about Charlie Sheen's Two and a Half Men meltdown. This has been a great thing, but we're done. Winning. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the E.T. podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Taylor Swift performed all too well the 10-minute track she turned into a short film at the Tribeca Festival over the weekend, where she revealed she would love to direct movies in the future. The film stars Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink joined her on stage, and Taylor's besties Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds were there to show their support. Also at Tribeca, Ashton Kutcher's punked reunion with BJ Novak. It was kind of this amazing full circle moment, right? Like I, I, I cast him on punks when he was first getting going and I was directing him. He gave me my first on camera, so if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be starring in this. BJ and Ashton star alongside Issa Rae in Vengeance, hitting theaters July 29th. It's a comedy thriller about a journalist investigating a mysterious death. The movie is BJ's directorial debut, so his The Office co-star Mindy Kaling came out to support. I can't believe that every single year that goes by, The Office is a bigger and bigger deal. We were never this popular when we were actually on television. 
Of course, Issa wrapped Insecure at the end of last year, but she still keeps in touch with the cast, including Jay Ellis, who is payback in Top Gun Maverick. I went to the movies for the first time in three years because of him, and I was just so proud to see him up there. It was a good movie. It was, I left like, damn, I'm glad I saw that. As for Ashton's wife, Mila, she was recently named one of Time's 100 Most Influential People thanks to her efforts to help raise relief for Ukraine. She might be of 100 for Time, but she's up number one for me. Ashton, perfect answer. And now to the cast of Martin, together again. It feels like we're about to go back to work again. How the cast went from a years-long feud and there was friction between the two of you to a loved-up reunion special. It was like catching lightning in the bottle. Yeah. Then John Cryer's Two and a Half Men memories and why his pretty and pink wardrobe has gone missing. If somebody has the ducky shoes, can you please return them to the right? Now is the time. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Congrats to Diddy, who's set to receive this year's Lifetime Achievement Award at the BET Awards. The show airs live Sunday, June 26. Wonder if he's going to hit the red carpet with his new boo, Young Miami. Now, over on BET Plus, a TV reunion. They got us stepping back 30 years. The cast of Martin, Michelle Turner, sat down with the whole comedy crew. I feel like I've come home. You know, this makes my heart so happy. Ah, damn, Gina! When you walk down the set, first stop. Wow. It's just amazing. It just feels like we're about to go back to work again. The BET Plus special, Martin, The Reunion, streams Thursday and comes 30 years after the groundbreaking comedy first premiered in 1992. You go, girl. When you first started this show, did you think, like, damn, we're going to change the face of television? No, I was just try trying to make the show a success. Yeah. Don't you know no good? Don't you know no good? I want to know favorite characters. I would have to say Jerome was my favorite. <laughs> I think you're wrong in the hell. Watch your mind. I think you're wrong in the Bob from accounting was slapping on you. All right. So, Martin, what was yours? Forever, sir, day, day. My top two, I would say, is Shanene and Jerome. Yeah. But behind the scenes, things weren't always so smooth. In 1997, Tisha filed a lawsuit accusing Martin of sexual harassment, which he denied. The suit was eventually settled out of court. They have since made peace. And there was friction between the two of you. If I'm telling you, me and Martin gonna walk out hand in hand if I we start it. talking about anything. Yeah, ain't, ain't, right? Ain't, ain't, it's all love. Right. It's all love. <laughs> we, if they don't, I'll slap 
Ooh. Not that. Not slapping oh. the mess. Oh. Shitty, you ain't slapping me. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the age of reboots, redos, whatever. Could we, is there any way we could possibly like keep it going for a new generation? I tell people all the time, Martin will never be, be, the, same. be the same without Tommy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it won't, it won't. Yeah. He's gonna be stomping with the big guy. That would be their beloved castmate, Tommy Ford, who suddenly passed away from an abdominal aneurysm in 2016. What, what we had, it was like catching lightning in the bottle. Sometimes you just can't mess with perfection. You know, another sitcom that had its fair share of drama behind the scenes, Two and a Half Men. I sat down with John Cryer to talk about that and his new title of Iconic TV Dad. How does it feel to be one of the iconic TV dads? I think uh, uh, Alan Harper and Two and a Half Men kind of broke the mold in iconic TV dads by being so bad at it, frankly. Morning. And it absolutely felt easy in those first couple of years. Um, in later years, it got a little harder. <laughs> I see you're getting to know my brother. Yeah, it's hard to think about Two and a Half Men without also thinking Charlie Sheen and his downward spiral, rants, and firing from the show. Winning! You know, I get tiger blood, man. There was a moment where Chuck Lorre and I were looking at each other and we said, it's not worth this show going on if if going on enables Charlie Sheen to kill himself. You know, if, 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 if giving him enough money to do whatever the thing is that, that, that ends his life, you know, we don't want to be a part of that. But the show went on. Charlie's character was killed off and Ashton Kutcher joined the cast. Two and a Half Men ran for 12 years and it's still airing in syndication. John's landed roles on NCIS, Ashton's show The Ranch, and as supervillain Lex Luthor on Supergirl. But you know, we had to throw it back to his breakout movie, Pretty in Pink. Did you ever keep those shoes or anything? Did you? I did keep the shoes. You kept the shoes? I kept the shoes for Pretty in Pink, and I donated them to the Planet Hollywood restaurant on 57th Street in New York City. Uh, well, I didn't donate them. I actually lent them, but I guess they thought it was a donation because uh, they, they lost them. If somebody has the ducky shoes, can you please return them to the right? Now is the time. Now is the time. Or even if I don't need them returned, just uh, uh, give them to the Smithsonian. Uh, right. <laughs> you know. Those ducky shoes. All right, now, tomorrow, our iconic TV dad series rolls on with a dad whose family matters, Reginald Bell Johnson. His time as the patriarch of the Winslow family and how his role in Die Hard almost went to someone else. All right, coming up, a John Cena-sized surprise for a Ukrainian superfan. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the E.T. podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Make sure you join us tomorrow. We're first on set with Leah Rimini, and she talks about her So You Think You Can Dance debut. What was your reaction when you got that call? Yeah, makes sense. Why wouldn't I be judging? Yeah. We leave you now with John Cena's surprise for a special super fan. Take care, everybody. Misha, very nice to meet you. I've come a long way to see you. John flew to the Netherlands to meet with Misha, a Ukrainian refugee with nonverbal Down syndrome whose home was destroyed during the war. His mom motivated the team to flee the country by telling him they were going to find John Cena. Having three days off from work right at the time when I read this story and being an hour away by air, it turned immediately into we're going. John brought gifts, including the shirt off his back and spent the day with his new friend. Persistence can lead to joy, even through the toughest of times. <laughs>